Hello and welcome back to our podcast. Uh, today we have a special guest, Sebastian Camille Khsoub. Yes. Um, uh, thank you for taking your time for the podcast. And would you like to introduce yourself for our listeners? Yeah, of course. Uh, first of all, would like to say uh, thank you to all the listeners and uh, hopefully everyone's having a beautiful day. My name is Camille Sebastian Khsoub. I am half Lebanese and half Finnish. I am part of the event team here at EYOF and we are Kamda.gg. I come as a brand manager to basically bring the athletes of EYOF some entertainment and challenges that they can do um, as part of our organization events. So the whole point of you know the people being here is that they can come and relax and play video games, and we can also share incentives from the esports industry, is which you know the one that we are working in at the moment. And uh, yeah, you have a very amazing uh, room, very cozy with yeah, a lot of computers and everything. Um, so can you maybe tell us what uh, stuff we can actually find in that room? Right, so in that room we have a selection of computers, so at least five computers that are basically brought from our sponsors, one of them being Cooler Master, which we are very thankful for. And um, the whole objective is basically to have a PS5, some VR equipment, virtual reality, and some computers. So the point is for people to try virtual reality and maybe the athletes will be able to find their own sports in the virtual space. And they'll also be able to play sports games on the consoles, like the PS PlayStation 5. And uh, on the computers, they can compete in some esports titles that uh, you know some of the athletes actually might be, you know, or might know of, which is very interesting. And what I've seen over the time, there are a couple athletes in the younger age group that also play video games. Uh, it's a very natural thing to have, and some of them, as being the, as competitive as they are in their mentality. Uh, it is very natural for them to be able to play these esports titles, and they actually do them pretty well since they are, you know, uh, affiliated with competition. So they they know how to actually compete. So that's cool. Yeah, we're basically giving them the opportunity to do so and relax and come and hang out in the side activities room. And uh, yeah, it's been going really well. They've actually enjoyed it. The best hit so far has been the virtual reality. People love. Uh, I think the the Iceland team came to play boxing, and they played for like two hours. <laughs> And I kind of feel bad because they might, uh, you know, you're punching the air and your chest is getting really sore. So in the next morning, I'm pretty sure the coaches got upset because they were so sore. <laughs> they were playing Hopefully VR all they night. Weren't supposed to compete at that time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, it was it was a bit of a running joke. And um, yeah, the, the VR has been a great hit. People like playing on the PlayStation, especially football, hockey game, and basketball. You know, there's something that they're comfortable with, and they're actually really good. You know, it's uh, not surprising, obviously. But yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the things that we're giving to them, as well as you know, having the personalities and being able to talk with other people from the esports industry. Wow. Okay, I'm totally amazed because I I think none of us girls have any connection to the esports world. Not we really. basically know nothing about it. So maybe maybe you can um, talk about your like career or like okay. how did you first get into it all right what was your first like big thing or yeah and how did you get here as well you mentioned that you're living here in finland yes okay so uh to start off the story in the beginning i was a little youngling in lebanon and uh, one of the things i used to do there is i used to compete in parkour free running and i used to do um snowboarding but then i had an accident so I decided you know, to do something else that I'm also good at and one of them was to play video games and it's a passion that has been with me for a long time as uh, you know I was more of a loner type of guy back in uh, high school and I wanted to you know, spend time with myself so playing video games was a way to escape 
So as time progressed, I was able to get better at the games and at some point I used my reflexes and my competitive skills in order to gain advantage on players and go to competitions and tournaments. So this happened at a young age, around 17 to 18 years old. And uh, from there, you know, it was Lebanon and the competitive scene over there, esports, as it being a niche and being very new to the industry, it is, um, you know, a bit difficult to find athletic players, electronic athletic players that have the mindset in order to go to the, you know, top leagues and be the best. So uh, I decided to leave to Finland and uh, continue my career here. And the only reason I came to Finland is actually because I wanted to study more. And one of the degrees that I did find here was actually outstanding. Shout out to my mother for helping me find this degree. Uh, she was wonderful. She really was very supportive of everything that I was doing. And she thought that I was able to move forward in my um, mindset and, you know, wanted to become the best. So I moved to Finland. I found a degree in Kamk in Kayani, which is about esports business. Wow, and wow, it is technically, yeah, it's international business in the niche of esports. Okay, so we technically study international business and, you know, laws and economics and accounting, but in the form of esports. So most of our lecturers have experience in esports. They have played games before and, you know, they are kind of experienced in the, in the atmosphere. So with this, I decided to utilize this time and the place that I was in, this ecosystem of where everyone is, you know, progressing in the esports market to move on forward with my, with my career and what my career is basically playing I'm right now a semi-professional player for a organization I used to be for two Finnish organizations and one for a UK one uh, right now I am currently in the forms of creating in a new team so there's our like you know good progress going on and the way that esports works is basically the core is playing right like in the Olympics it's everything around the players and you know the, the teams that are competing but in my opinion, you know, esports is not only about playing. It's about everything that goes around the esports and the whole market, right? It's about the people, the the, the events, the, the the projects, and you know, the, the the brotherhood and everything. Like it's it's a unity of people who are playing the same thing and doing the same thing in the specific niche. Mm -hmm. And what's nice about esports is that it's not only about playing. There's a lot of job opportunities out there, such as casting, event management, anything that you would think about in like electronics, IT departments, yeah. software developing, all that. It's Branding. all Branding, yeah, especially, yeah, like I'm doing right now. Um, all that is all part of the same ecosystem and is being used to create these amazing events where thousands upon thousands of people are joining and watching like on a daily basis. And don't get me started on the viewers that you have on stream. You guys have heard of Twitch any day? Yes. Yes, exactly. So we have Twitch and YouTube, um, the streaming platform as well, mm -hmm. where these creators are able to create content and compete and show to thousands of people you know through social media and it's like this big ongoing event it's like a story that never stops giving mm. and then there is the big tournaments like let's say right now we have EYOF and there was obviously a bunch of qualifiers that the athletes had to go through in order to get here and it's a lot of hard work that they had to do and to be totally honest with you I don't like really like to compare like full sports with esports because they are obviously in e real sports mm. there is like the physical aspect where you have to be very disciplined mm -hmm. with your routines and your practice very important but then there is also the mental aspect, and the mental aspect is coincides directly with the Olympic um, mindset or like the, the the actual athlete's mindset. And this is something that I've actually gotten to learn these past couple of years or the two years that I've been in Finland is that mindset is everything in esports, and it's a lot about you know you need to find advantages in yourself and you need yeah. to be able to go through loss again and again and again. Yeah. The thing is, is that us esports players, it's a weird term to say, us e, e, -athletes, e, -athletes, e -athletes, yeah, yeah. 
um, basically go through monthly amounts of losing streaks and we can go through mental slopes and it's very difficult because we not some of us are not 100% in best physical shape and stuff like that so you can depression can start happening and a lot of different physical aspects as well as injuries like wrist back how do you like prevent that. that how how do you prepare mentally for for all of this well first of all um, like any athlete would start they would play the game and then they will start to understand themselves and how much their limits are and then they go to the practice and they try to push their limits so in order the competition day comes yeah. you'll be able to compete against the others so the same thing happens here and the whole idea is basically um, once you start competing you realize that over time your body is degrading so you might a, you might come up with symptoms like carpal tunnel where your wrist starts to giving out and it hurts a lot and you might like the guitar players also have carpal tunnel sometimes mm -hmm. so you also might have back lower back injury and back pain because of you know playing and practicing all day but as esports being a new phenomenon in the world and it being a niche and it's still in its baby stages mm -hmm. especially when it's ever growing and there's a big marketplace for it um, it is important to understand that a lot of people did not have the access of information that we have now and most of the sports like the esports was basically done through your self-knowledge of playing yeah. so learning throughout the time on how to get better what you need to do to gain advantage what is the practice routines you need to have how to play in teams how to play the game perfectly how to master perfect mentality mm -hmm. how not to like how to shrug off any sort of like negative thoughts when you're playing how to take losses how to win especially it's very important so all these things come over time but now like with degrees coming in like the esports degree from Kamk, which is a fantastic degree that actually is a good ecosystem for players themselves to also learn about themselves and able to improve uh, very early on uh, their skills in the right direction so it's kind of like a push right mm -hmm. And how does your everyday uh, routine look like? How how much time do you spend on esports? Okay, so uh, first of all, um, this is something that has been kind of a myth, and it is that gamers play a lot per day. And it is not technically a myth. There is some truth behind it. Some of the best players in the world actually spend at least five to six thousand hours playing their game, specifically training, practicing, mental routines every wow. single day per year. <laughs> if per I told you per year, you would like um, yeah, it's. Uh, per year okay let's just keep it per year let's keep it per year <laughs> it, it, it is per year there's a, a lot of time that they're spending playing the game and um, this also you know as soon as I tell you five to six thousand hours you're gonna be thinking okay how are they able to maintain their mental health and their physical health and what do they do like all athletes sacrifice right you need to identify which part of your life you need to sacrifice in order to go to the top one positions when it comes to you know either your physical health or it comes to your sport or your team you know, uh, you have to set practice routines and you need to be disciplined about it. And some of us esports players are actually, you know, trying to find the best ways in order to have less sacrifice or, you know, depending on how much you want it to win. So, um, again, back to the practice routine. What I do is I wake up in the morning, I meditate, I eat well, I try to get a jog in just to, you know, get the blood flowing. As soon as that happens, I need to do aim practice on a software called Aim Labs, which is also a sponsor of Camp.gg. Mm -hmm. Um, so I do the aim practice and that's technically uh, improving my hand and eye coordination for the day in order to get like precise shots when I'm playing in the game and I play a first person shooter game which is FPS it's called it's a very big part of the esports ecosystem and um, after I'm done my aiming routine I actually try to spend time with my loved ones 
you know i spend time with my friends and stuff like that and try to get you know into the zone because i it takes for me a lot of time to wake up and then as soon as um evening falls around 4 to 5 p.m i start a six to seven hour day routine with my team practicing against other big teams who are also doing the same thing and then on weekends i use that time um not to go out and party but to focus on my own strength and personal well-being so at some point you need to basically identify are you going to let go of your physical side or are you going to let go of your social life side in order to compete against the best players who are every single day grinding hour per hour trying to get in front of you and at the end of the day you need to kind of identify the fact that you need to fight against yourself Mm -hmm. and it's not much anymore about the person that is against you you need to be the best of your own self and actually from the wise words of a person that is in Kamk um, called Lea she did explain once on her stream that it is important that the future generation of players who are playing in esports do not sacrifice their physical well-being to follow their career so never sacrifice your physical well-being in order to just you know move forward in your career always try to have you know maintain good physical and health it's super important especially when you know there's a lot of mental attributes that come from being healthy right you know you Mm -hmm. get confidence you you have more stamina you're able to do things for much longer and you're able to focus and this is kind of a new topic and nutrition and coaches and physical coaches and training coaches are actually in very high demand these days because these esports players now the top tier one players that are getting paid thousands monthly to compete by themselves are actually um, are playing with these big teams. They have nutritionists, they have dietitians, they got coaches, they got performance coaches, they got in-game coaches, they got physical well-being coaches, and they got um, psychotherapists and and uh, psychological therapists. Yeah. So they got all these in order to maintain, you know, the the form of the mm-hmm. esports player. Yeah, for sure. So again like i said my routine is not maybe as hardcore as others because i still have to do the things that i need to do but at the same time i'm using you know efficiency as my routine Mm -hmm. i try to practice efficiently in a couple hours and try to learn as much as i can because in the end of the day you need to identify the fact that there's a lot of people who are you know you cannot out grind someone you cannot outwork a lot of people who have the time on their hands let's say uh someone who has been you know is a bit more wealthy and is able to you know be good for himself and is able to practice every single day so you cannot really compete against those guys for for like certain but you can use efficiency in your routines um yes moving on from that i would like to also say that because of the whole aspects of coaching and stuff like that it's been very like enlightening these couple years to understand that they have like such huge roles in esports especially when like these coaches are actually coming from backgrounds with big athlete teams like we have uh, recently had a tournament called the Surfshark Valorant tournament which had basically some football teams playing inside the Valorant and in, in the tournament and like Besiktas or Real Betis or Turkish teams that play football and those guys I had an interview with them and they had their football coaches teaching them about you know um, team play and physical well-being even though they don't even play the game yeah. so this is like kind of imp- interesting to think about since not everyone who comes into esports actually do play games it's like a misconception you okay think esports you think games okay you need to know a game in order to affiliate yourself in the marketplace or in the ecosystem but it's not true uh, most of the people that are coming from the degrees have experience in other fields like these coaches they come from different aspects of around multiple sports like you have uh, sports personnel from the olympics and stuff yeah, that are actually participating with these big yeah. teams and they are you know they kind of enjoy being there since 
it is new and refreshing to mm-hmm. see that not only athletes who compete in you know professional sports are able to get to these mentalities but also regular people who play games yeah. are able to get to the specific perspective yeah. so again when we say an athlete in esports and we compare it to an athlete you know from every day in real life sports it comes down to the mindset yeah. and you know the personality that you have to have the stature and the strength that you need to be able to in order to compete okay wow Wow, wow. We're just getting so much new information here. Yep. That's completely like new amazing. to us. New yeah. to us and so um, different from the world that we come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, from yeah. the world of athletics. Uh, yeah. It's it's different for sure. Like I've never been into this e online gaming mm-hmm. uh, yeah. world and and you know so much about it and and it's been your passions and you've met so many other people yep. who's passionate mm-hmm. about the passion same is thing. an understatement <laughs> i've given my life and blood on this is for f- life or 17 yeah. years yeah. 17 years and how old are you i'm 23 right now yeah okay so 17 years into eSport. Wow. no this is very very interesting and uh and you mentioned you followed your your dreams and passion you mm-hmm. met with the with the similar minded uh, people yep. and you created an organization in esports can you briefly tell us about uh what are you doing there and where does the educational part come in uh within this organization of course so the organization that we are talking about here is actually com.gg it is an organization that is working in the esports ecosystem based in the university of applied sciences kamk kayani ammatin korkekaulu and um, it was started, the organization was started by Richard Withers, which is a uh, good friend of ours and the CEO. And his thought was basically we were going to use the aspects of esports, obviously, and the esports organization system to uh, provide services. And not only services such as events and casting and roster developments for teams, but also education. So that is. Why the, one of the reasons why I'm actually there is because we are taking a different take on esports, and it's not only about getting the highest profits throughout the teams that you're playing in and competing into the passionate ecosystem that is esports, but we actually are trying to educate people at the same time. And you might ask me right now, then how do you educate these people when they come to your organization? Yeah. Well, first of all, you need to remember it's University of Applied Sciences, so we are working very closely in the field. The whole point of the University of an Applied Science is to work as closely as you can towards the career that you want to follow. And or this organization, Kamtajig, allows this because it is part, it's an office part of the university itself, and it's giving opportunities to not only esports students, but to students from all degrees in Kamk. Mm-hmm. So IT, software engineering, um, uh, medicinal, all the way to coaching and sports and leisure, and all those and uh, management and business so it's like more of a practice-based studies yeah it is a practice-based studies and the organization is its own thing but at the same time we have like recruitment where people are able to from the university bring their own skills and management skills and you know all sorts of abilities that they have and put them into the organization Mm -hmm. and the standpoint is pretty interesting since they are learning firsthand how to work with people who are experienced in the field not they will also learn esports and they will learn about the world of the marketplace which is a huge marketplace right now and it is like influential for anyone to understand about it and you know obviously experience is very important and you never know in a couple of years maybe you actually might be interested and join it mm-hmm. so not only do we teach them that they also have direct relations with the specific events and projects that happen in the esports yeah. ecosystem yeah. So right now we are doing that and we are trying our best to um, work with students and different organizations. Our 
our field or the people that we're trying to give the services to are not actually like everyday followers of esports but it is more other companies and we are providing the services for them and we are using the education side as a way to let people come and join us and recruit we have Inca Salama right now which is up there working in the gaming lounge which is not an esports student she is actually part of uh, management and business I think and she had not she had no past experience in esports never played a game in her life and she decided what the heck I'm just gonna join and now she's completely stoked she loves the atmosphere she loves the fact that so many people are passionate she's able to see the amazing moments that we have the after movies are crazy the events are wonderful um, Helsinki's assembly is actually gonna happen soon which is a big convention for gamers and people that like to see media media and tech we're gonna have a booth there and uh, she's one of the people invited and it's just she's loved it for like the whole time she's been in the semester now and I think she wants to continue with it and you know it's something that she has not regretted that's cool yeah which is which is very awesome that's really really yeah. cool wow I just I just I'm just gonna say wow today only <laughs> nothing else uh, yeah uh, but in the future like do you have a career goal with this like where is the place you're gonna get to Okay, so as uh, I do consider myself an athlete, maybe not on your standards, but in the mental and my preparation and the things I've sacrificed in my life, I put myself in front of other athletes as well. And I want to follow competition and my passion is to compete, right? I want to be part of a team and I want to be able to win. As captain for my team right now, I'm trying to get my team together and work every single day, five to six hours in order to, you know, compete against better teams and make it to the top. So my number one passion right now and what I want to do where I see myself in the future is being a professional player and able to compete against the people that have been following my whole life, the people who have actually made it and been playing like absolute amazing human beings with such great personalities. I just want to go on a stage really and face them and tell them and prove them that I have not sacrificed all these days in my life just to come and not be able to compete against you. You know, I am going to compete against them. I will win. <laughs> Um, but as you know, as all things considered, obviously athleticism and being able to be part of big organization and teams, you cannot really sacrifice. It's not realistic to sacrifice everything that you have just to get it. You need to have some sort of uh, not backup plan, as I like to say. I like to stick to my plan A's. Um, but you need to have some sort of stability in your life. And obviously, working in the ecosystem is very nice to me. And I believe in versatility and being able to have many different skills because you can use it in different markets. Yeah, and right now what I'm doing is I'm doing side coaching, I'm coaching players and I'm able to teach them the passions of esports and how to get better themselves. And maybe if I actually do not make it in the end, I will be able to at least coach a couple people in the young youth who are you know, going to be representation of my skills that are gonna give to them, which they can do better than I can. And hopefully they can win one day and you know show the love and support mm -hmm. and then I'm also doing branch management so I love branding and I love to be able to speak to people about uh, esports and the passions and I have a visual on how these things are actually carried and I've been part of the ecosystem and the marketplace for such a long time so putting myself into brand management position I can really excel and bring results to any organization and uh, yeah, I'm just, right now, what I'm doing in my life is networking, I'm studying, I'm doing my practical th uh, practical training, and then later my thesis, which is going to be about um, female gamers. It's That's going to be the psychological and mechanical differences between male and female teams, and whether there should be leagues that differentiate them. Mm -hmm. Because this is also something that is, is being brought forward, especially now in the modern day and age, where the LGBTQ plus communities are actually being, you know, 
affiliated in esports and we want to bring as much love and attention to them as they deserve especially for these women teams who have excellent some of the best mentality people i've ever seen in my life and the most dedicated people are actually female gamers they are so devoted even though they have a lot of online hate at some point to say like uh, a lot of misogyny and sexism can happen it's very you know um potent yeah. in esports especially when you're not you're anonymous online you can say anything that you want mm-hmm. to a woman or like to a man it's just you know yeah. but they were able to preserve over that and that's something we can all learn like you're passionate and you don't care that people are owning you and telling you bad things online who cares they're just they keep competing and some big organ companies like riot games who have made the games popular like league of legends and valorant yeah yeah they are actually creating a um, game changer series which is basically providing uh, women teams and female gamers and you know gamers who are not part of the big male teams to compete against those teams and show their worth and you know this expanse is what we need in esports and we need to show that we're not only versatile that people can play games but anyone can join us yeah. Yeah. and and how big of a per- percentage is uh, between women e-athletes and men e-athletes uh, from statistics that I've actually seen from Newzu which is a company that is relaying to a lot of esports industry statistics I have seen a lot that um, it's actually hard to believe but some FPS games actually are excelling in 60% being female gamers and then like at least 40 being male but the thing is that the female you, you they don't initiate the, the same amount of social media uh, contact as much as the other male teams because they, they, there's still a stigma behind it you know yeah. like a lady needs to be respectful and stuff like that and needs to be like kind and you know not be like absolute beast when it comes to athleticism <laughs> which I believe is, is crap but um yeah it's getting better Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. there is a big percentage of female gamers that are competing and we do play against them every single day in teams they're wonderful people and i hope like they make you know a good straight path forward Mm -hmm. but yes this is in order to say for everyone and again versatility and balance is very important everyone needs to understand that Uh, one one question interesting which are your top three favorite games that you're playing my top three favorite games at the moment is valorant from riot games um, it is as well um, it used to be Rainbow Six Siege from Ubisoft and my top 3 favorite games I would say if anyone knows about this it would be Dark Souls 2 alright I don't know any of those games yeah, it doesn't, I, it doesn't I've heard matter. just the first anyone one. who knows them will know <laughs> yeah I bet we have some listeners that will know about it um, but thank you so much Sebastian for having the time with us and uh, you're, you were very insightful about the esports I feel like I know at least a uh, 10% more of, of what I've known. <laughs> it's yeah. a big or, industry. Or even like a 100% more than I knew before. But um, for the last words from you um, in this podcast episode, what would you be your advice to young athletes uh, during this um, EYOF um, um, festival? Uh, what would be your advice to, to athletes about uh, competing in in physical sports in esports okay. and well um, something that I've learned over time is that respect is super important respect your opponents respect yourself respect the people that you work with also focus a lot on you know competing against yourself instead of competing against others it is important that you reach the utmost uh, strength that you can give and you know you're able to put in the hours try to not well not sacrifice but it is important that you acknowledge the fact that you what you want to do in your life is to compete and always bring yourself back to the same thought which is why do i want to do this Mm -hmm. 
if you can acknowledge over time as a young athlete going forward in your career and trying to become a bigger person it is important that you identify the fact that why are you doing it why did you start competing and what is the thing that is going to let you bring the advantage against other people and that's the mentality of never giving up mm -hmm. so again don't give up there's a lot of losses that are going to happen in your life there's a lot of things that can happen you know a lot of sadness can occur especially for athletes because this is all about so all we want to do is compete and win but realistically it's not going to happen every single time be ready to lose and never give up because you never know what's going to happen in the future and um if i gave up a year ago i don't think i would be here you know at least into somewhat you know respectable position that i find myself in um yeah so again find balance in your life never give up and respect everyone thank you amazing <laughs> thank you for listening and see you in the next episode appreciate it thank you guys